updates in the cases of several missing girls. Timeline for Harmony Montgomery gets much shorter. Summerwell's parents are struggling, and Cleo Smith's kidnapper pleads guilty. Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. <laughs> hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. <laughs> we we ended up showing up together tonight to record just a little bit late later than normal, uh, because I was watching Boise State basketball. Yeah. And I couldn't leave. <laughs> because it was down to the wire. I love college basketball. I love high school and college basketball. NBA, not so much. I don't think it's that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But oh my gosh. College is really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And I love Boise State. I, I just love following everything they do. And I have two kids that go there. So it's my jam, I guess. Uh, yeah. I haven't actually been to a game there in years. I would love to, but I just am afraid of, you know, all the... The heebie-jeebies, but <laughs> the big heebie-jeebie. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, rest assured they won. So all is well. Well, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad to hear it. Uh, I think that's pretty great. When you yell so loud, you wake the pigs up. Terrible idea. But yeah. <laughs> now that's saying something because mm-hmm. I've seen those two sleep. Yeah. And they're in bed for the night. You don't want this, but they were <laughs> a little miffed at me. <laughs> <laughs> for once. I mean, the shoe is really right. on the other hoof here. That's payback. It's payback, Sal. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Anyway, all's well here. How are you? I am great. I got my hair cut today. And sometimes I forget how much my hair is bugging me till I go get it cut. Uh, And I'm like, what have I been waiting for? (laughs) This has been driving me crazy. mm -hmm. So that was nice. Well, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So we have so much to uh, talk about today. So let's get started. Katie, I know you have a missing persons case for us. I do. Okay, so I wanted to put a spotlight on a case from Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, There's a lot of things about this case that I think are a little troubling, and I just mostly wanted to get this kid's face out uh, into the public because this is really worrisome. And okay. so we are talking about Caleb uh, Hook, H-O-U-K, Hook, Hawk, maybe Hawk. I don't know. Hook, I would think, but. I would think, yeah. Caleb. That's with my Idaho drawl, so. Mm-hmm. This is the picture that uh, the Norman police published uh, a little earlier this evening, and I'm going to share a couple more. His mom provided me with a couple of pictures that I think probably better represent him. So he's been having some health and mobility issues for a bit. And he's recently had surgery and probably has some open wounds. He's been in a care facility in Norman. And he would think ran away on Saturday. Oh, boy. But he was only reported as a missing person today. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So 
Oh dear. In double checking with mom, they do believe he is in his wheelchair. He's he's been in and out of a wheelchair a little bit, it sounds like, but he is he is in his wheelchair. Uh people that live in the area say that this is fairly rural and it's not really a place where there's a lot of like sidewalks, you know, and good terrain to be cruising around on a wheelchair all that much. He was last seen about two and a half miles from uh, the residential treatment facility that he was in. And they don't know. They don't know. So he is 5'10". He's 180 pounds. He has dark blonde hair and hazel eyes. And again, he is uh, wheelchair bound. And again, has had surgery recently and has some open wounds. Oh, my gosh. Uh, one of our, uh, one of our listeners lives near there and said that the facility that he came from has a terrible reputation, uh, two star Google reviews, uh, not a lot of good things to say, uh, actually from multiple people about the place he came from. Uh, does the story add up? Not so sure it does. But at this point right now, the most important thing is to get Caleb's face out there to make sure that people see him. Right. And help get him back to safety. So that's all we know. Mm, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That is very concerning. It is. So here's what we're going to do. Of course, this will go up on our TikTok page so that uh, we can help get a little bit more uh, awareness. But also, uh, we'll share the missing persons uh, post from the Norman police on our main Facebook page so that you guys can find it there. And reshare it, please, if you would. The more we put this boy's face out there, I think the better chance we have of, uh, you know, getting him home and getting him to safety. Clearly, he needs medical care and we need to know that he's okay yeah. and all the love to his family. And and how old is he? He's 16. He's 16. Yeah. Whew, okay. Well, thank you for that. You bet. So I'm going to toss the mic back to you for our main cases. Lots of yes. our Missing beautifuls. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to start with the good news because that's always a good thing. Um, so we've we've covered several um, cases of missing little girls yeah. this past year. One of which is four-year-old Cleo Smith, who fortunately mm -hmm. we know was actually found alive after she had been missing for 18 days. This is in Australia. Miracle and, of all miracles, Cleo's case was. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. I, we still don't know enough, I think. But what mm -hmm. we do know is that 36-year-old Terrence Daryl Kelly admitted to the abduction of Cleo Smith. This was during a virtual court appearance in Australia where he is in a maximum security prison. Mm -hmm. He now faces up to 20 years in prison on a conviction of what they call forcibly taking a child aged under 16. Okay. Um, so this, he has other hearings to come and he will be sentenced officially. Plus he has some charges around resisting arrest and uh -huh. some other stuff that they will, um, you know, be addressing with him. Yeah. But um, if you don't remember, Cleo disappeared from out of her parents' tent while camping yeah. on October 16th of 2021. She was missing for 18 days. Mm -hmm. And on November 3rd, 
Police found her in a locked room in Kelly's house, about 62 miles from the campsite where she went missing. Yeah. The Western um, Australia police did a fantastic job with Cleo's case. They did. As well as the government. They put up a huge reward. Huge. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But here's where I am still hung up on Cleo's case. Cleo said... That there was a nice lady that came over every day and helped her get dressed and brushed her hair. And we still haven't heard shit about who the nice lady was. Right. Who's who the nice was that? And where are her charges? Right. And what was the point of all of this? We don't have a clear picture of motive. No. We also, as far as we know, Cleo wasn't harmed. Um, but we don't know for sure what all mm-hmm. she experienced during that time. But the, the question of why is a, is a tough one, I feel like, mm-hmm. in this particular case. But um, no trial to put Cleo's family through. He has pled yeah. guilty. So. Yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye on that to see what his sentence for sure will be. And yeah, and for sure. That. Yep. Well, that will go down in history with us as a miracle that is barely found oh, in missing children's cases like this. Right, yeah. as evidenced by the other two cases we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah. Uh, the first being Summer Wells. Um, mm-hmm. Summer Wells has been missing. Oh, Gosh, what about nine months? Five. She's been missing. Oh, seven months. Let's see. Yeah, seven months. And things are really starting to melt down in Summer's family. Mm-hmm. Um. Last Wednesday, the police were called to her parents' home uh, where they were arguing. Um, there was a 911 call that went dead, listening to arguing. Oh, dear. Uh, Bly Wells, who is Summer's mother, mm-hmm. um, accused Dawn, her husband, of pushing her against a wall and grabbing her by the throat. She also said that she thought she may have broken her thumb during the alleged assault. Oh, dear. Um, Donald did report that they had been drinking. He didn't well. say that he hurt her. Um, she did not have any marks. This is the thing. This is the way we still gauge these things. Mm-hmm. She didn't have any physical injury, obvious physical injuries. So they did not charge him. They didn't charge oh. anybody. This is Tennessee, correct? Yeah. Yeah, Tennessee. So, you know, this family has been under, and I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, not have any empathy for them. I mean, they've been through a lot mm-hmm. been under a microscope since June when she went missing. And, mm-hmm. you know, Don's been, been in trouble for, with alcohol. Yes. Multiple times. Yes, Don has. And clearly there are some issues here, but this family continues to spiral as there does not appear to be really any new information coming in mm-hmm. on the case of Summer Wells. So Summer Wells' so case was cold as soon as she was, as soon as she disappeared. It was. They have not, not had that, anything viable since then. No, and, and uh, law enforcement has not given up on her. I mean, they have worked no. really hard on her case. I'm not dragging them at all. They have tried and tried. But there it was just, she vanished without a trace. Nothing. She did. She absolutely did. There's been nothing. 
So, you know, there's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of like sort of tabloidy stuff about the Wells mm -hmm. family, but I do, I, I feel for these people, whatever happened to their mm -hmm. daughter. I mean, you can see that things are just continuing to go downhill for them too. Certainly. Well, we can't forget that her mother's sister is yes. also a missing person from about eight years ago. Yeah. 10, yeah. Eight like or that. 10 years ago. Yeah. That her sister vanished as well. Yeah. She is no stranger to this, unfortunately. She's no. been through hell. She has, absolutely. And the sister has never been found. It's an unsolved case. And now her daughter the same. It's, mm -hmm. it's a very you know, and, and terrible The court situation. of public opinion uh, convicted dad real fast. Right. And he's not a good guy. He's got a criminal record that's pretty concerning. He's There's a lot of things about him that are really concerning. But... Law enforcement hasn't seemed to find anything that indicates that he's the person that did it. But right. every time we talk about Summer Wells, people come into our comments and go bonkers on us yeah. because they're just positive it was Dawn. And I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm not saying it was. But law enforcement has not been able to prove that at all. No. They, yeah, they haven't had. They don't have anything on him no. at this point. So, not on this case. No. Yeah. So that's what's going on in the Summer Wells case. Now, uh, we also have a pretty significant um, step in the positive direction for the missing case of Harmony Montgomery. Yes. This is out of New Hampshire. She was five years old and was last seen in 2019. Had not, but was not reported for two years. Which yeah, is she'd just, be seven. She'd be seven now. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been this giant more than two year timeline, like, well, what the hell? How do you figure out what happened to this kid? Well, police ha now have a new timeline. Mm -hmm. um, he here's what they've got. So uh, let's see. At the time that Harmony went missing, which is Somewhere around the 27th of November, between the 27th of November and the 10th of December, 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, on the 27th of November, she, her family was evicted from their residence. Mm -hmm. She was seen by other people. Mm -hmm. And so they know she was with them at that time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So then... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, multiple individuals who knew this family have said around at that time when they were evicted that they she was with them. Yeah. But somewhere between the 6th and the 10th of December of 2019, people in the community were only seeing Adam and his wife, Kayla, who is Summer's stepmother, and their two biological children that they've had together and not Harmony. Mm-hmm. So the police believe somewhere between November 27th, 2019 and December 10th, 2019, 
is when summer went missing. Mm-hmm. Now that's huge. Yeah. Because we had a window of almost two years. Yeah. And now we're down to a window of a couple of weeks. Yeah. They're much more likely to have some success here. Mm-hmm. Figuring out what has happened to her when they know when she went missing. I mean, the way that right. this whole thing has been handled is insane. It's, so this is much, much better. It's not good, but it's much better. Uh, it also shows that stepmom lied. Yeah. Stepmom lied. Stepmom surprised. Stepmom lied about a lot of things. I mean, mm-hmm. after they deposed stepmom and initially, what we, you know, law enforcement initially said, or the prosecution had said, was that she said that, let's see, this was in Adam's arrest documents, mm-hmm. uh, that Kayla had said that, uh, Kayla or Kyla? It's Kayla, right? Kayla. Kayla. That she had said that uh, sometime in late October, she'd gone to work and Adam had called her and told her that Crystal, mom, had come and gotten her and... Uh, or no, that was what Adam said. Adam said that Crystal came to the house and got Summer. And right. Her, and he had wow, her from her since. Not Summer. My God. Harmony. <laughs> so mixed up. So many names. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Adam said that Crystal, the birth mom, had come to the house, gotten Harmony, and they'd never seen her again. In the meantime, Kayla is telling the police that while she was at work, Adam called her and said he was driving Harmony to her mom's to drop her off, and she never saw her again. But they both said it was sometime in the end of October. Right. But of course, means- you know, Kayla didn't bother to let them know that she had been drawing food stamps on Summer for the last two years. Yes. Or Harmony. My God, I did it again. Yes. On Harmony yeah. for the last two years. I So that's what her charges are for. And now her attorneys are mm-hmm. trying to get her sent to rehab. Released right. from jail to go to rehab. Uh, the articles I'm reading are saying that they've just requested that. She's not actually there yet. Uh, that hasn't been granted yet, though mm-hmm. I know, uh, you know, I, I've seen some conflicting things there. But mm-hmm. at any rate, um, yeah. So their lies are catching up to them, which yeah. I think is also big because now they're really pitted against each other in the lies that they're telling. Right, and their little their little uh, stories are not adding up. And mm-hmm. now that police can prove this from other people's statements, yeah, yeah. It's going to change things a lot. Yep. Um, yep. Most definitely it is. Yeah. So it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Of course, it isn't a solution and it isn't an answer to where is Harmony. No. Um, but for them to know at what time frame and where these people were at the time mm-hmm. that she went missing, for the police to know that, that's a pretty huge step in the right direction for mm-hmm. some kind of resolution here. Well, and people are paying attention. I mean, one thing that's happened is that they have received hundreds of donations from people into Harmony's Fund for, mm-hmm. you know, for information that would lead to finding her or solving this crime. And right. it's at over $100,000 now. And, yeah. you know, they, hopefully that's helpful. But also, I mean, it should be, maybe, but they have also had hundreds and hundreds of tips now. And that's how they're, you know, following up on these and narrowing down the time frame. People right. in that town are pissed. Right. You know, they are very frustrated with the whole system and that this happened to a child there. 
and they're paying attention. And I think that's the best thing. The more publicity this case gets, the better off it is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody's just got to keep talking. Crystal, Harmony's mom, really, really believes that Adam sold Harmony. Yes. He's a junkie. And she believes that he sold Harmony for money or for drugs. And that maybe she's alive out there somewhere. That somebody has her who Adam sold her to. I just don't know. I mean, what's worse? Yeah. You know? If that's true, what's happened to Harmony in the last... I don't even want to talk about it, actually. No. But, yeah. No, but it, it is a you know a question of what's worse, if, if she's yeah. dead or, I mean, if she's been sold. I, yeah, that's, none of it is good. But no. the police are narrowing things down, getting closer to a place of maybe we're going to know what happened to this poor little girl. Well, they're determined. They are. They they're are. Very they determined. Are. They are so mad. Yeah, they are, which is good. That's the way we need them to be. Yep. Yeah. Well, I do know that uh, you have a weird crime for us. Oh, Lord, do I? Yes, I do. All right. So in weird crime this week, uh, over the weekend, a man went to a smoothie shop and he ordered smoothies and he said no peanuts in one. Well, The people working there were four teenagers, and it's possible that one of them accidentally did put peanut butter in their smoothie. I only say possible because the police have not actually said that this is what caused that event, only that that's what they're accused of. So I think we should be a little careful on the accusation. But Mm -hmm. the gentleman in question has a daughter, or has a son, sorry. His name is James Ionazzo. And James has a son that has a very, very serious peanut allergy. Now, to be fair, the smoothie shop has it listed all over on their menu, on their menu board, and on their door that this is a facility that uses peanuts and peanut butter. Right. James came in, he ordered a smoothie with no peanuts, got home, gave it to his son. His son had a horrific reaction. They gave him an EpiPen. It didn't work. They gave him a second EpiPen. It didn't work. They called 911. The ambulance came and got the son and hauled him to the hospital and were able to get the allergic attack under control. But he was very affected. Like, it nearly killed him. Mm -hmm. And it was scary. Really scary. Well, James decided that what he should do about that is go back to the smoothie shop And confront the people who work there. Which maybe you would have a conversation with the manager. You know, I mean, that is really scary. Sure. Unfortunately, though, James decided to go there and lose his goddamn mind. Yeah. And there were four teenagers working. And he started screaming at these girls, hurling horrible in obscenities and calling them bitches and throwing out the F word. The video is so bad that I can't share it because I don't want to get kicked off of uh, YouTube. Right. Um, but we will. Well, and link. racist. 
and Shit, racist. I mean, by the end of it, he's yelling racist things at them, calling them useless immigrants and other things, worse things. Uh, he threw the smoothie at one of the girls and yeah, hit her with it. it. Mm-hmm. And then tried to storm through while one of them is calling the police. He starts screaming at her to give him the phone, and which she's not going to do. And because they're scared to death. Right. And trying to defend themselves. And they were pretty disrespectful to him. I'll, I'll tell you that. I, they were. But who wouldn't be? When someone well, the way that he was and, screaming at them and they yeah. just telling him, get out. You need get to out. leave. Mm-hmm. I would have been too. I it wouldn't have put up with that. teenager speak. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought, no, I've heard that. Mm. I mean, yeah. But at any rate, it, it, none of that justifies what he did. So he tries storming through the employee door because he's screaming at them to give him the phone. Yeah. He wants the number to, uh, he wants to see a manager, but it's just these four girls there. He wants the number to corporate. And they said, look it up on the internet. You need to go. You have yeah. to leave. It went on for a bit. It was it did. horrible. Horrible. Um, the video is all over the internet and we'll put a link to it in this, uh, in our case description so that you can go watch it if you choose to, but we just can't, we can't risk our channel by showing it. It's that bad, but, uh, you know, of course the video got posted on the internet pretty fast because that's what happens when you act badly these days, somebody's going to take a video of it and they're going to put it on the internet. And then some internet sleuths that are very good at this stuff, they will figure out who you are in no time flat. And they did. Mm-hmm. And they discovered that he works for Merrill Lynch. Well, I mean, he used to yeah. because Merrill Lynch fired him and said, we definitely don't need employees who do these things and behave mm-hmm. like this. And he has now been arrested. Right. He has. For what he did. And all of that because he chose to behave that way. Right. I mean, I I get being upset with the smoothie place, although if it says everywhere that we use peanuts and peanut butter, you should not order anything for your child there that has a severe peanut allergy. Like, come no. on. Well, and also taste it? Yeah. Taste Check it? it, you know? But if his allergy was that severe, yeah, why be there at all? Why yeah. be there at all? No, it shouldn't you shouldn't be that you know the risk no. of cross contamination in that situation is really high yeah and ultimately if if somebody has an allergy like that it's on them to take care of it is not on the um establishment they can't no they cannot guarantee that especially in a place that uses peanuts and peanut butter now mm. i saw an interview earlier today with one of the girls in question And she said, and I'm having a hard time getting my head around this, but she said that he ordered a peanut smoothie with no peanuts. What? Why? I mean, would that, I mean, I would think then put peanut butter in it, not the peanuts. Like, that's kind of my thought process too. And the receipt does say no peanuts, but basically they were saying you if you have a deathly peanut allergy you should tell us that you should say that yeah and he didn't say that he just said you know no peanuts and they didn't put peanuts in it so they didn't know you know what the risk was there sure but the sure. way that he came in and threatened oh, and man. screamed at those girls it's and terrifying. hurled that smoothie at that one girl like mm-hmm. 
you know, and the girls were scared. And so, yeah, they were sassing oh, yeah. him. Oh, I yeah, would have been too. Like, just right? get They had out. every right to defend themselves. So the charges are intimidation based on bigotry or bias in the second degree, second degree breach of peace, and first degree trespassing. Wow. Yeah. Where's the assault for hitting her in the face with that smoothie? Right. And it's all on uh, video. They said that they didn't charge him for assault because she seemed to be okay. You still can't hit people in the face with stuff. Like, that's mm -hmm. not allowed. Yeah. 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 It was, it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. And this girl, this guy is, his kid is at the hospital with this serious medical thing. And this is where he is. Mm -hmm. It has on. to make you wonder who is this guy in his regular life? Yes. Like, this it, it cannot really be is. isolated. No. No. He seemed a little too familiar with getting that scary. Mm -hmm. He really did. It was it was awful. So anyway, we'll throw up the link if you guys want to watch the video. But this is a big win for uh, these girls, I think, and for the law enforcement and prosecution in their town that they took this seriously yes. and didn't let him get away with it. I think it sends a strong message to people across the country these days right. who seem to think that that kind of abusive behavior is just A-OK. -okay, that right. We're not going to stand for it. We are not no. going to put up with it. No, and absolutely not. You do not get to treat people like that. Mm -hmm. ever yep well, i think that is good thank you for that yeah well it is wednesday this is our wednesday yeah. show so we will be back tonight at 7 p.m mountain for wednesday night case updates and we do mm -hmm. have quite a few lots of things happening yeah, around do. the world and we will be back tomorrow night at on thursday at 7 p.m mountain also for the psychic hour and those are both live streams. Mm -hmm. We live stream them on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page. We're just True Crime Paranormal in both places. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we post those after the fact as well if you can't be with us live. But we'd love to have you with us live if you want to join into the chat. That's a lot of fun. You bet. Yeah. Well, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.